0: i'm brett chang and i'm jay rosenthal and this is your peak daily for thursday september 9th where we cover the biggest stories in canadian and global business finance and tech all in less than seven minutes or three and a half minutes if you listen in 2x mode bro
1: i can only imagine how terrible we sound at 2x speed it's like hamster mode
0: (laughs) we sound only average at best anyway so
1: yeah exactly jay i'm gonna start with a bit of a personal question what's your favorite emoji
0: ah well, to paraphrase Alanis Morissette, I have one hand on my phone and the other is typing a peace sign, emoji. Why do you ask?
1: Well, there was a fun discovery made a few days ago that the first evidence of an emoji used in print was from a newspaper in the 1800s, which I just thought was a fun fact to share with peak pals.
0: That's about when I was born. Brett, what do we have for the peak gang today? For our first story,
1: is Coinbase a bank? For a second story, Canada Goose is in trouble in China. And for our last story, Bill Gates stays in the Four Seasons, and now he owns them. For our first story, the SEC is warning Coinbase about launching a new product that looks a hell of a lot like a bank. Jay, what context do Pete Powell's need to know about Coinbase?
0: Well, Coinbase is one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges, and they claim to be the easiest way to buy and sell cryptocurrencies. And now they're trying to be a bank. And we know how that's working out for Axe Capital, an obscure Billions reference.
1: Season 5 spoiler, Jay. That's right, Jay. Coinbase is launching a product called Lend, which would allow people to earn high interest 4% annually on any cryptocurrency investment that they lend. See, using DeFi technology, Coinbase will take deposits from users and automatically lend them out to other users who pay interest. It's just like how a bank works, except with all of the machinery.
0: But there's a catch, of course. The risk with cryptocurrency lending programs is that because Coinbase is not insured by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC, it's up to companies to manage any losses, and ultimately, that leaves investors at risk. If there was a downturn and everyone was pulling their money out of Coinbase, would investors be protected? That's the question. The SEC thinks that they have grounds to investigate because if cryptocurrency holdings are used to generate profits, well, it's technically a security. But Coinbase obviously disagrees with that interpretation, and we know how crypto companies love regulations and regulators. So, Brett, why should PayPal's care about Coinbase's lend? Well, I
1: don't really know whose side to take on this one. First, there's a long way to go until the SEC can properly regulate the cryptocurrency market, and it almost feels like they're a bit lost in the woods right now. But on the other hand, decentralized finance, aka DeFi, is truly transforming what a bank really is and who a bank is, and regulators are struggling to keep up. And if you don't believe me, check out our story yesterday about El Salvador making Bitcoin an official currency, which I can't wait to use on a potential vacation down there in February.
0: For our second story, China fined Toronto-based Canada Goose for posting misleading ads. Brett, how are Chinese customers supposedly misled by Canada Goose? Well, to really understand
1: the story, you have to get some background here. So in August, China had accused and fined H&M $40,000 for misleading customers in some of their ads. Their accusation was that H&M was advertising that items were only available in China. But in reality, the move was seen as retaliation against the retailer who accused China of forced labor in Xinjiang.
0: Now China's fining Canada Goose $71,000 for advertising that their products were made from hutterite, a type of goose-down material, which isn't true. But Brett, why should cozy coat-wearing Peak Pals care about Canada Goose in China? Well, these fines
1: aren't really about the ads themselves. They're actually about Canada's relationship with China, as Huawei executive Meng Wanzhou remains under house arrest in Vancouver, and two Canadians remain behind bars in China. Housekeeping. Bill Gates bought a majority stake in Toronto-based Four Seasons Hotels. Jay, what do those who haven't had the luxury of staying in Four Seasons like you and I need to know about this deal?
0: We need to get in on the Coinbase lending program. Four Seasons was founded by Isidore, aka Izzy, Sharp in Toronto in 1960. Over the years, it's developed into a marquee luxury hotel chain. The deal to buy a majority stake was done by Gates' private investment firm, Cascade Investment, which previously held a 47.5% stake in the company. Bill Gates has been an investor in the hotel chain since 1997, so this isn't a huge move.
1: Gates is increasing his share by around 23% after buying out Saudi Arabian Prince prints bin Talal for $2.2 billion. But Jay, why should Peak Pals care about Bill Gates buying Four Seasons?
0: Well, Brett, it's because it's a Canadian company. And there remains questions about how big of a footprint Four Seasons will continue to have in Toronto.
1: Jay, so I'm just hoping that someday we can stay in the Four Seasons ourselves to see what he actually bought. But that seems to be pretty far away from us. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to. And only. Daily Canadian Business News podcast in the
0: country. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast in your app of choice and leave us a review?
1: And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thank you to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for producing this great episode.
0: Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. Have a great day.